Hey everybody, welcome to episode 20. This week we're going to be talking about growing up with divorced parents and I'm joined by Jasmine and our guest Marnier. So, you know, to start off, I wanted to read a stat. Uh, it says here, according to the World Population Site, couples married between the ages of 20 to 25 are 60% likely to get a divorce. Those who wait until they are older than 25 to get married are 24% less likely to get divorced. Those with strong religious beliefs are 14% less likely to get a divorce. The higher attainment of education someone has, the lower their risk of divorce is. With this said, the current divorce rate is about 50% and it increases about 10% with every subsequent marriage. So with that said, what is your guys' reaction to that? Mm, sounds about right. I don't I don't know about the whole uh, after every marriage it goes up 10% as far as the divorce rate. Yeah. Seems a little crazy to me. Yeah, same here. When I read that, I was like, it goes up 10%. You would think, you know, the percentage would actually go down. Yeah, because right. it feels like the next relationship, you should be a little bit smarter, a little bit more wiser. Mm-hmm. And you should already know what you're getting into for the next go around. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Jasmine? I mean, I can understand in that sense, because then it gives, like, once you're divorced, you go into another relationship. So there's a little bit more of a higher percentage that, I mean, in a sense, you could fail again, although you're not trying to, but because you come from a relationship and you kind of take that in with you to see like, okay, I'm not doing these things. These things aren't coming up. So that could put a strain in there. But then, yeah, like I would agree with you guys. Like you would think like, because you're more wiser from the relationship in the past that you don't do things the same. You do things differently or learn from them. But I mean, there's some people that get married like three or four times. So (laughs) Yeah, and I think it also depends to when people get married because, you know, there's a lot of people that get married during the honeymoon phase. So they're Mm -hmm. all like happy, lovey-dovey, and then they get married and a few months pass by and suddenly they're accusing each other of uh, cheating or not being trustworthy. So, you know, that can just wreck the relationship right there. Uh, Another thing too, a lot of people get married before they even live together. That's kind of like the biggest step yeah do you think that's necessary i feel like it's a good thing to at least participate in and at least you get to see the person 24 7 live with them you get to see all the little things that could potentially pop up later after Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes um for me i had an experience at well i mean kind of with this topic right now that we're talking about living together first um i took a class about this family and marriage Um, for my communication and they did say that you're less likely to get a divorce when you actually live with the person first because then you kind of under understand each other more living with each other like your guys's moods and everything to see if it's a potential to even go through a marriage but then there's a lot of people that are very traditional that you don't live with each other until you get married so it's just it's different but i i've heard that that's a lot now with this generation and I think continuing on it's something that I feel like it's more needed because Mm -hmm. you you don't just jump in blindsided like I didn't know you did this I didn't know you brush your teeth a certain way like (laughs) all these little things 
it's crazy how those little things actually bother a person too yes <laughs> <laughs> like you don't take the garbage out until it's overflowing what mm-hmm. you know yeah so uh for those that don't know um uh, and i we go way back um since third grade so you know we have a long friendship and <laughs> i know a lot about marnier the same way he knows a lot about me so Marnier, I know that, you know, as a kid, your parents got divorced. What type of impact did that have on you? Uh, it changed a lot. Uh, the main thing for me, a lot of those memories are kind of blocked out. So I don't really have many memories until like after divorce. So my parents got divorced when I turned five. Mm-hmm. So that's where all my memories kind of pick up from there. Anything mm-hmm. before that is just like erased. I only have like little bits and pieces. Oh, okay. Do you think that like for me, for example, like I'm divorced. I have a son that's three. Do you think if your parents would have been divorced um, when when you were a lot younger, do you think that would have affected you? Or like, I mean, you would have remembered things differently? Uh, I don't really think I would remember things differently if I was younger. I'm kind of glad it kind of turned out like that where I don't have any of those like bad memories of like them fighting or anything. Mm-hmm. It kind of ended right where all my memories kind of pick up. So in okay. that sense, I'm kind of glad I never really got to see my parents like having shouting matches or like all mm-hmm. the unhappiness that leads up to it before like a, like a family gets divorced. Okay. Do you think there was any positive effects um, from that happening? Like maybe uh, something that you would take into your future relationship? Uh, yeah, it definitely makes me take relationships more seriously. So. Uh, Johnny, you already know me. I haven't been yeah. in many relationships, and that's mainly due to not necessarily trust issues, but I want to make sure the person that I'm with is not like a waste of my time or I'm not wasting their time. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that commitment with someone I know I can actually start to build a life with instead of just someone to hang out with. Mm-hmm. So for me, it made me take relationships a little bit more serious instead of treating them as like something that's fleeting. Yeah, that's good. Um, do you think your parents did a good job of uh, co-parenting? Yeah, they did a really good job. They hid a lot from me, mm-hmm. which they think it's was like helping. For me, I don't really like anything being hidden. I just want you to be upfront with me. Tell me how things are. Yeah. So I'll know mm-hmm. exactly what to expect going forward. But no, they did a pretty decent job. They always kept the arguments to a minimum, never really let me hear or see any of that. So they did a really good job. Yeah, and I feel like um, a lot of times when people, when parents are going through divorces they tend to involve their kids into it you know and I feel Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's the worst thing you can do for a kid because you know especially if you're showing them that you're arguing if you're not showing them how to properly love another individual um, that kid that kid can grow up and take those things and you know also do that with their significant other in the future so so Jasmine, when you when you got your divorce, like you said, mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, did you have any worries around that? Like your son, you know, growing up with co-parenting versus, you know, you guys being together? I mean, definitely. Like, I mean, I never imagined myself divorced. Like me, I'm always the type of person when I go into a relationship it, or if I'm dating you it's because i see uh, something more of a potential for marriage um and i i mean i come from parent my parents they've been together for 
I think 26, 27 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good example. And then, then I don't like, I question myself, like, how did I end up getting a divorce? Like, but then, you know, things happen yeah. to lead to that. Um, and I feel like in a sense, it, it has affected my son um, because sometimes my son is put in the middle of like, well, if you, if I can't do this and you can't do that, but it's not, it's not me. It's just like, it's what's best for him. I'm trying to give him a memory. I'm trying to take him somewhere, but because he can't do it, then I can't do it type of thing. Yeah. Um, and he's always been with me. And then I got divorced in late November. So pretty much the parenting time started December. And since that, like, um, it's sad to say, but my my son has developed behavioral issues where, like, he knows that when he's getting picked up or something, he cries. He doesn't want to leave the house. He's so comfortable here. He's so used to it. And he's, mm-hmm. he's never been apart from me. And then when all that started, it kind of, like, it, it does... I mean, he's so young, but and but he's smart, and it does kind of mess with a child's mind. Um, um, I mean, you have some way of a trust issue, or you see things differently. Like, I just hope it doesn't. I mean, affect him even further as he grows. Yeah, and I think it's really important to you know, tr- like if you are in that situation uh, where you are going through a divorce, I think it's important to learn how to Mm -hmm. co-parent because, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of, I've actually seen a lot of interviews, uh, documentaries where like people just don't know how to co-parent. Like there's situations where a guy is trying to be a great dad. I mean, even in my own family, like I've seen it where, you know, a guy's trying to be a good dad, but they're not able to because the baby mama just wants or you know the the mom just wants more either like more money or mm-hmm. you know they have plans like even though you already had that set time they have plans yes. so they want to do what they want to do and by, it also goes vice versa you know like there's men who have half and half custody and then they're like you know you can't see your kid if you don't do this or you can't see your kid if you're dating someone else blah 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 like all those type of situations come up so i think it's just important for the sake of the kid just to try to learn how to co-parent and be uh you know be happy in that in that regards that's a that's kind of a tough one because it also depends on how that relationship ended if it was a really toxic relationship it's never going to work out unfortunately yeah Yes, and that's kind of I'm in that pool, like mm. because of how it ended or what happened within the marriage. Um, it's hard to co-parent. It's not easy. Yeah, like it's sad to say. Um, and I know there's single mothers out there that have that want the their child's dad to step up. Like they don't want to have a deadbeat dad. Yeah. But in this sense, because it's so hard and I see my child, like when he cries, like how, like how it affects him. Sometimes I do wish I had a deadbeat dad. Like it's sad to say, but because of what went on in the relationship, it's like now you're trying to step up type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you should have done that when we were together. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just hard. Like 
it's very controversial. Um, so it's like I'm just waiting. I mean, it's like 18 more years, or not 18 more years, but like uh, 16 more years because he's three now. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. Like I'm waiting for him to at least um, at that legal age. I think it's 12 for him to decide where he actually wants to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's hard. It's one of those things. In order for it to truly work, both the parents kind of have to put their emotions aside and try to put the kid first. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit tricky because naturally you're going to want to let your emotions take over and be like, no, I'm right about this. This is how things should be. But you're kind of forgetting that you're kind of putting that kid in that place where he has to choose between mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where all the trauma really comes from because Christmases, like uh, Thanksgiving, um, the birthdays those are kind of like the roughest ones because now you're like um do i go with mom do i go with dad or do i just split the time between the two yeah and you also don't want to let the child feel like guilty for not going with the other parent or technically feeling like oh no i have to go with this parent because they're going to be alone type Mm -hmm. of thing they have to you have to make them comfortable to choose freely like you know if you go with them it's okay like we could spend some other time or something it's just it's hard for the child because they're i mean they're so innocent like it's just hard to have them see it that way yeah yeah i can relate to that for sure yeah for sure and like it's um it actually bring it actually makes me think about like uh my own situation because you know marion you know like i have nephews whose parents aren't together Mm -hmm. so I know, like, for most of my life, they've grown up with me uh, for the most part, um, especially the oldest one. So, like, something that I've always told my nephews is, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's your mom. At the end of the day, it's your dad. You know, you can choose whether you want to go visit your mom or whether you just want to stay. And, you know, my my brother has actually done a great job of always giving them that option, that, that – um, decision like he doesn't make the decision for them so yeah yeah. um i did hear you mention mornier uh holidays Mm -hmm. and how you said it was difficult uh during those times so would you say that because your parents were divorced it kind of made like holidays not something to look forward to i still don't look forward to holidays yeah because just for more background, my mom's side of the family, there's a huge network there. And my dad's side of the family, it's like non-existent. So for holidays, I always felt guilty going to spend more time with my mom because naturally it's a big family around her and my dad has no one. So uh-huh. For me, I always felt like I wanted to spend more time with him on the holidays because he has no one else to spend time with. And then doing that, it would make my mom sad. So I'm like, I'm always stuck. Either I make one happy, one sad, or I can never really Mm -hmm. make like both happy. Yeah, that's definitely tough. That's a tough thing. Um, I know, I know with me growing up, uh, you know, my parents, thankfully they are together. Uh, But growing up, it wasn't always an easy path. Like I remember times where they would argue and stuff like that and they wouldn't talk. Um, And I feel like that did kind of affect my brother my sister and I uh you know with how we go about relationships I mean now I think we're a little better but when we first started off uh just because we saw you know arguments we saw we we didn't really hear the word I love you in our family 
So I know like for me, when I first started dating, um, it was kind of strange. It was kind of hard for me to say like, I love you. Cause I didn't, I wasn't used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, there, there was that time in my life where I actually thought my parents were going to get a divorce. And I, I think I remember actually talking to Marnie about that. I don't know if you remember Marnie. All right. Keep it locked on Untitled and Unbothered. We'll be right back. Let's keep it moving. Of course. Yeah. And because I, I knew that Marnie had gone through that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like seeking advice and seeing um, how I should go about it and how I should feel if I should even intervene, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's also important, like, if you are a kid and your parents are going through that, um, if you're able to seek out advice from other people or a support system. Yeah, I definitely agree with, uh, with you on that one. And also like make sure, cause a lot of, I feel like, I mean, I don't know yet because my, my son doesn't talk as much or can't like, we can't have like a little bit more of a grown up conversation, but, mm-hmm. um, in a sense like make sure to let them know that your parents getting a divorce isn't your fault because yeah. i feel like like kids have that guilt sometimes where mm-hmm. they feel like it's their fault because maybe that's why they fight because oh you know you're um so and so threw uh the cup on the ground and you pick it up and they see that arguing and everything maybe that puts a strain on the relationship i don't know but it's just like little things like that and i feel like sometimes kids grow up thinking that because of them their parents broke up yeah yeah i can agree yeah 100 percent. i agree with that um what was the most difficult aspect once your parents got divorced marnier coming to the realization that they're not getting back together Mm. and how long did that take like oh that took a while really the reason why it took me so long because no one in my family would give me a straight answer as to what actually happened in the relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just knew that they got a divorce i never knew anything that led up to it so once i was finally able to get the truth on what happened like oh okay now i understand why they'll never get back together they were just too toxic together yeah and once i found out i'm like, okay now i understand it my now i'm okay with the relationship being the way it is Mm-hmm. Like as long as they are able to talk now, like my parents, they can talk, they can be in the same room together. It's fine now. Like I just, un- I didn't understand back then why it was so different. Do you think they should have been straight up with you from the start? I don't would think that, that help? Not necessarily. It took me getting my dad's side, my mom's side, and then getting my granny's side. Because both parents, naturally, they gave me two separate stories. Yeah, yeah. And then getting it from my grandma, that's what kind of, like, made both of them kind of make sense in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, parts from my dad made sense. Parts from my mom made sense. Now my grandma gave me everything else to fill in all the other gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, since since both of you guys have gone through, you know, two different type of divorces, um, what's something, what's an advice that you guys would give to parents going through uh, either obstacles that may lead to a divorce or, you know, where they're trying to work things out or uh, parents that are going through a divorce? I would say let the kid know early on that it's not their fault. You still love them and kind of explain to them where your relationship is at the moment and why they won't be getting back together. Because telling a kid early is going to save them kind of like all the heartache that I end up going through. Like 
always wondering like what if mm-hmm. or like how come they aren't mm-hmm. getting back together yeah and just trying to figure out the whole birthday christmas and holiday situation early before it can really start to affect the kid like not looking forward to holidays mm-hmm. yeah did you ever i mean did your parents go through the court system where they set a schedule for when you would go over to your dad's and stay or to your mom's did that ever happen or was it just like i mean i I don't know how how it was a few years ago because i know like it changed it almost escalated to that point where they were about to go to court and go for full custody between the two so my mom wanted full custody my dad wanted full custody so it, it got that heated um it took me basically overhearing a conversation and that's when i stepped in and said we don't have to do all this like i don't mind spending time with both of you mm-hmm. but yeah it almost came to that point where i would have only seen one parent really and how old were you when this happened that was around seven so they were going back and forth mm-hmm. to court for like two years Oh, wow. wow. And if you don't mind me asking, why did it take two years? Was it because they were indecisive? Uh, indecisive. Or indecisive, sorry. And pride. I already know. It was my dad that dragged things out the longest. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's more headstrong and stubborn. Um, I kind of got that from him in that regard. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was mainly my dad that dragged things out the longest. You're definitely stubborn. I ain't going to lie. Oh yeah, I know. That. <laughs> yeah. How about how about you, Jasmine? What would what type of advice would you give to other couples that may be going through divorce or like issues within the relationship? Damn, that is hard. Um, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to like even put your finger on it because there's a whole bunch of things I wish I could tell people or like do things differently, but everyone has a relationship that ends differently. Yeah. I mean, there's people that end in good terms, um, that there's guys, um, that pretty much say, you know what, you keep the kids, just let me see them when I want. Mm -hmm. You get full legal, like decision-making and everything, as long as you let me see my kids. And that's an agreement. And I feel like that's an actual good agreement because I feel like, I mean, yes, I'm the mom and everything. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, just because she's the mom. But I feel like the children, I mean, if, if you're a good mom, though, are better off with the mom than they are with the dad. I can agree. Um, just because they have, I mean, they, they're being carried for nine months. They have more of a connection with the mom. And then for you to just rip that away or kind of disrupt the the foundation that they kind of have. Um, but there's also good dads that I feel like, yeah, they do deserve that full custody. And if the mom can't take care of them, why have the kids keep going back and forth where they get psychologically like um, affected by it? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they should be, it should, a good advice is that you have to decide where the child will be more stable so they don't have to be going back and forth. Um, I mean, as long as they see their parents or they know, and that's kind of controversial right there, that what I'm saying, but in a sense like, oh, you're spending a night here, but you're go- and then you're going with your moms the next week and then the next day and all this stuff, like it does affect the child a lot. I feel like also therapy, um, when you're going through this, um, 
starting counseling, making sure that the kids are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you are okay as well. You're not making decisions based on your emotion. Um, for me, it was kind of hard because I was still living with that person during my divorce. I just wanted out. Yeah. And I feel like it's better. Another advice I would give, if you're going to go through a divorce, you need to literally separate, live apart while going through the divorce because you get more of a clear mind. Yeah. I just wanted out. I just wanted out. I didn't want anything. I didn't care what I got. I just wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. And now that I had a clear mind, I feel like, damn, I should have taken my part. I should have taken my half. And I did it because I just, I was just so done with the relationship. I was so, um, you were fed up. Yeah, fed up, but I was just in a state of mind where it's like, it's, I, I don't know how to put it, but it's like emotional and mental abuse. Like, yeah with all the cheating that went on and everything, although it doesn't seem like it because there was like obviously no physical abuse like that, but like it's just mentally and emotionally, it does affect you and on the decisions that you make. And now that I live apart, I look back at it and I'm like, damn, I should have done things differently. Yeah, and I think going back to the stat that I read earlier, I think that's one of the reasons why um, divorce rates increase uh in your other marriages is because like you said you kind of like bring in that mindset and it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to it's kind of hard to you know stop yourself from thinking about doubts you know like for yeah. example if you got cheated on in a past relationship and then you ended up getting a divorce it's hard to go into a new relationship and be like you know i'm gonna trust this person when they're kind of like say they're not texting you back for i don't know say two three hours or something like mm-hmm. that all those type of things they're gonna bring doubts and it's like it's kind of like natural because it's something that you've been through in the past yeah definitely yeah yeah and i also i also remember um when i was going with marnier uh, in middle school i remember all the times that he had to like either go to his parents' house and or his mom's house or even his grandma's house. And I would remember seeing the amount of stress that it would put on him because mm-hmm. we would also play sports. So it was like, not only did he have the school stress and his uh, lifestyle stress as well, but he also had like the athlete stress too, because you had to go to practice, you had to do this, you still had to perform, you know? So, man, I give you props, Marnier. Yeah. There's always something I forgot, too. I'm like, damn, I always forgot something at someone's house. <laughs> I never had everything. Like, uh. the practice, I'm like, man, I forgot my socks. Man, now my <laughs> uniform looks weird. Your good socks. Your lucky socks. <laughs> yeah. Or you forgot your shoes. Because <sighs> uh, Marnier and I, we went to a private school. It's just a little bit more mm-hmm. background. Uh, private school and so we had to either wear all white shoes or all black shoes so if you would come to school with black shoes but then say like the nike symbol would be red they would literally give you a sharpie and have you painted in black Mm -hmm. so everything can be black yeah and it was either that i think um either that or you get a detention or you go home that took many detentions yeah it was crazy like there's there i did it i think a couple times where i had to paint it in because it was like i'm not trying to get a detention you know 
I just mm. took the detention because I know how much those shoes were costing. I'm like, it wasn't cheap. They're like hundred dollars because, yeah. like Nikes aren't cheap. I'm like, I'm not gonna deface my Nikes for this. I'm like, I already did that to the last year. It looked stupid after that. Yeah. I'm like, let me just take the detention, see what happens. I'm like, just sit there and do homework. I'm like, okay, that's not bad. Dang, that's a strict <laughs> school. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty strict. It was strict, man. We always had to have on our um, our sweaters too. No matter what the temp was, we had to have a polo shirt and a sweater. Damn. Yeah, I mean, eventually <laughs> could take it off, but then your shirt had to be tucked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, good times. But um, with that said, uh, did, did you guys have any other thoughts or advice regarding you know this Actually, topic? Actually, yeah. Yeah. Going back to that, another thing that my parents did do right, mm-hmm. um, going back to St. Phillips, they actually had um, counselors there. So they did enroll me in counseling when they started to see it was starting to affect my grades. Oh, really? Yeah. So all those times I would disappear from class, I was going to counseling. Oh, damn. I never even knew that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That was one of those things they told us not to talk to anyone about. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that helped you? Oh, tremendously. Yeah, I mean, at the start, no, because, you know, I don't really open up too well with new people. So yeah. it took months before I actually opened up to the counselor. That's but cool. yeah, it definitely helped in the end. Yeah, kind of like what Jasmine was saying earlier. If you're able to get uh, therapy or counseling mm-hmm. as a couple, uh, if your kids are old enough, then with your kids, you know, that that would help tremendously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts from you, Jasmine? No, not really. I mean, just divorce in general, like it sucks. It, it sucks, but there's also, I mean, it's it it's good and bad. I mean, it's good because you're leaving a relationship that was toxic, possibly, or you know, you're more you have a weight lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. But then it's bad because when there's kids involved, then it's just their lives. In, in a sense I mean I don't want to make this seem bad but it's just it, it messes up like they see things differently and they wish they had both parents mm-hmm. yeah. like what what if my life would have been with both of my parents type of thing I feel like that's what um, any kid that is going through a divorce I don't know if you could agree with this but like they have that thought what if like if my parents were still together would things mm-hmm. obviously be different would like how you said your your holidays you don't really enjoy them as much because of deciding where to go um so it's like i hope like now getting that advice from you um i could try doing things differently or making sure like what's best for him to where he wants to go yeah also the silver lining that divorce does teach a kid is essentially if a relationship isn't healthy or something you're supposed to be in it's okay Mm. to leave Mm. yeah that's kind of the best thing i learned from the divorce it's like just Mm because you shouldn't stay together just because there's a kid involved if it's not healthy and not safe for that child it's better to part ways instead of them growing up in a toxic relationship because that affects the kid more than the divorce will Mm -hmm. or you want or you want them to have the same blood siblings Mm -hmm. like i i've heard that so much and and now it's like a it's a big thing um I mean, I don't know if just because I've never noticed it, but now that I'm divorced and everything, like I see other people that are in a relationship or have kids with someone that they didn't really mean to have a kid with, but then they're like, no, like I want to have more kids with that person because I don't want um, 
more baby mamas type of thing. Yeah. But then it's just like, that's not right. Like, they still, like, they're going to see that that's okay. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's a really good point, too. Uh, I forgot to mention that earlier that, you know, it's don't just try to work on your relationship because you have a kid. Like, it's okay to leave. It's okay to just, uh, you know, co-parent because sometimes trying to work it out can just cause even more uh, damage for yourself Mm -hmm. and for the kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good point, Marnier. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, with that said, uh, this is the end of episode 20. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And like my brother Ed says, let's keep it moving. All right. There you have it. Untitled and unbothered. Hope you guys have enjoyed the episode today and continue to support us every Friday. Follow us on Instagram at untitled underscore unbothered and have a great weekend. Let's keep it moving.